Here we go. It's another big week in the NFL for the Chicago Bears. This is the Bears Wire Podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now your host, Ryan O'Leary, and Bears Wire editor, Alyssa Barbieri. Well, again, the... For us, it's all about just getting better. So when you when you we just want to see him play play hard and play well. And the the variables are different, right? He's not out there with just like Andy hasn't been out there with some of those one receivers. So uh, all I want to see from him is just play a good game of football at the quarterback position, and again keep the big picture in mind for all of us. Correct. Yep. Well, there it is. So if you didn't hear that last little part, it, you know, I thought it was an interesting back and forth, Alyssa, the media and Matt Nagy talking about the starting quarterbacks for the Bears. And that last little piece of it was Andy Dalton's not playing against the Titans here in the final preseason game because he's your starter. And Matt Nagy said, yes, that's right. And, and he hasn't come off of that. He's been saying about he's been saying that all week, uh, much to the, I think the chagrin of the fans. The fans aren't happy, Alyssa. I don't think any, we're not happy. Nobody's happy that Andy Dalton's going to start week one, but uh, we'll get into this. But it does sound like he keeps on saying, the coach keeps saying, we need to see Dalton in the regular season. And for me, it's just like, I think I've seen enough of Andy Dalton, right? I've, I've seen enough of him in his career. Like, I'm ready to move on from that thing. But Matt Nagy, the Bears, not quite ready to move on from the whole Dalton thing. And this is how the pressers are going to start, I think, week to week to week now. But what do you think about all this? Yeah, I mean, it's not really that much of a surprise considering this is the same stance that Matt Nagy's had since the Bears signed Andy Dalton and since they drafted Justin Fields. So it's not that big of a surprise. But it is frustrating because, on the other hand, you know, you were hoping that Matt Nagy would be, like, you know, obviously watching what's happening and seeing how well Justin Fields is doing even with the second and third stringers. I know he's playing up against those same defenses, but you know, there's no way that you can watch both Andy Dalton and Justin Fields and say, Andy Dalton gives you the best chance to win. It it just feels like Matt Nagy made a promise to Andy Dalton. You're going to be my starter week one. It sounds like that was the actual promise. So we'll see what happens after week one. It feels like Nagy's just like, I said I'm going to make – he's going to be the starter week one, so I'm going to give that to him. But at the same time, like you said, it's really frustrating because Fields has proven that, you know, he's exceeded their expectations and that he could start week one, even if it is facing, obviously, Aaron Donald and the Rams. But, I mean, not much of a surprise, but it's still frustrating for Matt Nagy. You just kind of hit on it. It's like the the question of why. Why is Dalton still starting? And I think – I think really at the crux of it, it's probably because Dalton hasn't really officially done anything to to lose the job yet. And I think they're waiting for him to lose the job. And I think the question is, when is he going to finally lose the job, Alyssa, right? Because we can look at these scrimmages a little bit, but I think you got to look at them with a grain of salt. Like there's just not a lot of starters playing in these preseason games. Now, I think the Bears are somewhere in the middle of this, but you're seeing some teams, they're playing no one in the preseason, and they're really leveraging these new joint practices. That's when they're playing their starters, and they're using the preseason game for guys on the bubble. Now, the Bears are somewhere in the middle on that thing. we we got to remember, just because Dalton has completely sucked during these preseason games, and besides you know a, a couple of good balls, he is re- a lot of three and outs, right? It, the offense has not really been moving with Dalton, and I think that's why the fans are are kind of pissed and that's why we're concerned but we got to remember that Nagy's judging the entire thing and we haven't seen most of it so I'm my guess right now is that in practice in joint scrimmages all this stuff Dalton just hasn't done anything yet 
to lose the job, but hopefully eventually he will. And in short order. Yeah, no, you hit the nail on the head with that. He hasn't done anything to lose the job. And that's been the thing. He's been pretty consistent and solid throughout training camp. And it has looked rough there in the couple of preseason games, but you know, like you said, he hasn't really done anything to lose the job. So Matt Nagy can be like, okay, that's fine by me because I want to protect my rookie quarterback here on the bench. I don't want to ruin him. Like it's, it, he's like, again, we talked about it last week, how it kind of seems like he's afraid to put him out there field. So, I mean, like you said, Matt Nagy kind of, it was interesting. He said that obviously whenever fields does get a, get to start in the regular season, that that's going to have to do with Andy Dalton's performance and whether they're winning. So, I mean, you could probably, we could see Justin Fields realistically as maybe week two, <laughs> if things just kind of go to hell. So, I mean, we'll see how, how it unfolds, but it's it's not really a surprise. Andy Dalton is going to be the week one starter. It's just something that Matt Nagy is not really you know straight from at all. Yeah, and it's gonna it's only going to get more awkward, right? The fans are already chanting, <laughs> "We want Fields." It, Justin Fields is trying to come out and, and, and calm the and the fans down, be like, "Guys, you know, we, you got to you got to root for all of us. Can't just root for me." Uh, but no, I mean, it, it's just going to get more awkward as we go. And these pressers with the fans stuff they're chanting that's not going to stop. Things don't get helped when Mitch Trubisky comes in leading the number two guys for the Bills and puts a whooping on you, right? I mean, I mean, which quarterback looked better? Was it Andy Dalton or Mitch Trubisky, right? And I mean, that that's kind of painful. Uh, did, did that? Did you feel a certain way about that at all, or did you just let that like kind of roll off? Because for me, that like that stuck with me a little bit. It's like, ah, uh, here's Trubisky out here, kind of sticking it to you a little bit. I think saying it's like a revenge game or something that's overblowing it a little bit, but. Trubisky looks kind of comfortable. He's with a real program over there. The Bills are very good. And the Bills are paying Trubisky a lot less than the Bears are paying Dalton. So that thing kind of it kind of stuck with me a little bit. How about you? Yeah, no, I was I was happy for Mitch because, you know, he's 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 always been that stand up guy that your organization wants. He just, you know, didn't have all of the tools that a number two overall pick should. So they had to move on. But it did kind of really shine a light on the fact that you know, obviously, we, we, we talked a lot about, about this last year where Mitch Trubisky was like the scapegoat, right, for Matt Nagy, where he could just kind of blame it all on Mitch. And now that Mitch is gone, you're starting to see that Matt Nagy was also part of the problem. He wasn't the whole problem, but he was a big part of the problem. So we got to see that. And the, the Bills really put Trubisky in a favorable position. And he just kind of shredded in the, the first team defense, which was, you know, pretty jarring to watch. And, you know, to Sean Gibson, uh, the Bears safety, met with the media earlier this week and he was talking about how just that's just unacceptable even though it is preseason but the defense just kind of looked flat out there like they weren't even trying and obviously missed tackles became a big issue but I mean it feels like Mitch landed in a good position with Buffalo and you kind of you saw like how he was kind of dinking and dunking it and letting his playmakers do do the job and everyone was doing their jobs like blocking and all that stuff and catching balls and getting open so concept. I mean I, I was happy for Mitch but it does also show that you know, obviously Matt Nagy is a big, uh, a big problem on offense, and you can't help but be concerned, especially now uh, when when Justin Fields eventually gets in there. Yeah, no, and I agree 100. I'm I am happy about this, and the coach basically did tell us, look, Justin's starting, and he he tells he doesn't tell us all the starters that are going to go with him against the Titans, Alyssa, but he does say that the starting offensive line will be with him in that game. So we're going to see Justin Fields with the starting offensive line now. Is he going to be throwing to Allen Robinson or is he still going to have to throw to Jesse James every play? Like, I'm not sure yet. You know, that remains to be seen. But I am excited to see Justin Fields start the game and play with some of the starters just because I want to see what that looks like. Right. And I think that's going to be a great visual for Bears fans to see him come out, lead the team on the field, be the guy 
It's going to be a little glimpse of what's to come. Again, hopefully it's sooner rather than later. Maybe week two, after week two with the Bengals would be perfect. Quick hook for Andy Dalton. Who knows how that's going to play out, but I'm excited to see him start a game. Yeah, no, definitely because he's been, I know we talk a lot about him playing against second and third string defenses, but he's been playing with those same players and we've seen the drops and we've seen that offensive line and how he's running. He was running for his life last week against the Bills and it'll be nice to actually see him behind the starting offensive line, especially now that that offensive line is the healthiest that it's been all training camp. Jason Peters is plugged in at left tackle. He's practicing. And, you know, you got Jermaine Effetti back at right tackle and James Daniels came back. So now you have your projected, most likely starting offensive line that's going to be there for uh, blocking for Justin Fields. So, I mean, it's going to give us a really good idea of exactly, you know, how they're going to hold up. And also, you know, what this offense could look like, starting offense could look like with Justin Fields. I mean, it's the skilled players like Alan Robinson will probably rest. I know Cole Komet's hurt. Uh, I am hoping to kind of maybe see someone like Darnell Mooney get out there uh, or Jameer Bird or Marquise Goodwin. Uh, it's just going to be exciting to see Fields finally kind of work with the talent that he's going to be working with when he eventually does get that starting job. Because you kind of look at when he was working with the second stringers and you're like, how much of a benefit is this really when most of these guys aren't even going to be on the team in a couple of weeks? So, you know, it's going to be good to finally see him start building that chemistry because he doesn't get a lot of reps with some of these guys early this week in training camp. He's gotten a few with some of those starting, you know, skill position players. So, you know, he really needs to start building that chemistry, especially if we're going to see him as soon as possibly week two. Yeah, let's hope. We're hoping, you know, we're, we're quicker. <laughs> Putting than, it out there in the universe. <laughs> a quicker hook than Trubisky got last year is what we're hoping for. That's kind of where we're at with Justin Fields. Uh, so we're, we are concerned about the quarterback position because Andy Dalton remains the starter and the coach keeps reminding us that. And it's painful. It's been painful ever since they signed him and it continues to be painful. We're also I'm also a little concerned, Alyssa. We were talking before we started recording here about the defense and, and not specifically uh, the front seven. I, I feel decent about that. It's the cornerback position right now on defense that I'm a little nervous about. I've been nervous since Kyle Fuller got released. I mean, we know Jalen Johnson is the number one corner. I like him a lot. He's a great player. You know, he's got to have to ascend a little bit. But you know, Desmond Trufant, the veteran, he's been away from the team from the past couple weeks for personal reasons. Sounds like a death in the family. Looks on social media. Seems like his father passed away. He's been away for the last couple weeks. Uh, Kendall Vildor has been getting a lot of run this preseason. I think he's been kind of up and down the Bears fifth round pick in 2020. Looks like Duke Shelley's the slot guy. Uh, there's a lot of guys behind that. Thomas Graham, the six round rookie. We got another veteran, Artie Burns in the mix. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of guys that have to step up huge at the corner position. And I just I'm a little I'm getting a little nervous. Alyssa. I'm hoping you could calm down my fears a little bit because I'm starting to wonder who's going to be covering the receivers this year. And it's, I'm getting scared as we get closer to week one. I'm getting a little bit more nervous every day. If you're looking for reassurance, I'm, I'm certainly not going to give it to you <laughs> uh, because I'm feeling the same way you are. Cornerback is the biggest concern that I have uh, on, on defense. The offensive line and quarterback are the, cornerback are the two main concerns I've had for this team heading into the year. Just Jalen Johnson, I'm not worried about. I think that he'll make, he'll, you know, ascend and take that next step. It's, Obviously, who's going to line up opposite him on the outside, especially because especially when you're going to, going up against some of the receivers in the NFC North twice a year and you kind of look at their schedule, it could get pretty ugly. <laughs> and we saw we saw what the Packers did last year and they had and the Bears had Kyle Fuller at that point. So, you know, it, it's definitely concerning right now. Kendall Vildor is the starting uh, outside corner opposite Jalen, but 
he and Artie Burns have kind of both get, been getting those reps with the first teamers. But like you said, Desmond Trufant hasn't really been in the mix because of the death in the family. So, you know, it's I'm really in, you know interested to see kind of where he fits in uh, to all of this. And then you have questions at the slot corner where, you know, Duke Shelley and Thomas Graham are supposedly battling it out. But a lot of these guys are, you know, know both positions. So we'll kind of see how it shakes up. But it's just a lot of uncertainty. And the biggest concern is, not like one guy hasn't really stood out and kind of run away with the starting job uh, on the outside. So that is you know definitely concerning for me. So Ryan, I'm sorry to, you know, not be the one to kind of, you know, make you feel a little better, but you know, <laughs> there are definitely a lot of questions at quarterback. Oh, we're concerned. And that's kind of been a theme of the show since we started last year, right? We're just, we're just concerned in always, general. Always. About the Bears. Yes, exactly. So that's uh, just the normal, that's like, that's just the normal state of being a Bears fan. It's just like worried, concerned, angry, all of that. That's that's how that's how we do it here. Yes, absolutely. So uh, coming up next, the fantasy football question of the week for Alyssa. Stick around. All right, Alyssa, David Montgomery. Now, in fantasy drafts, you can wait until mid to late third round. Some drafts I'm seeing fourth round to start thinking about drafting Montgomery as a fantasy starter. And he's an interesting player to me from a fantasy perspective this year. Obviously had a great season uh, in, in 2020. Rushed for 10 touchdowns, right? Got better as the year went on. He was really dominating at the end of the year, and they were really leaning on him. And when Matt Nagy actually finally decided to commit to the run game, things started to change for this team. Uh, but I do have questions, right? Is the coach going to continue to run the football? Who the hell knows, right? That's That's been a thing that we've talked about plenty last year. Like, is he going to run the football with any consistency? That remains to be seen. We also need to factor in Damian Williams what kind of role he could have, how many touches he will get, and Tariq Cohen coming back from his injury, right? So how do you think that all factors in with Montgomery in this backfield in terms of when to draft Montgomery in fantasy drafts? Yeah, I think obviously Montgomery is still going to be the guy. Uh, with, with Tariq Cohen, you know, he, he doesn't really have a timetable for his return right now. So, you know, it's not looking good. He could start the year on the, um, the pup list, so we'll see. So, I mean, at this point... I mean, I still think Montgomery, you you should draft him pretty high. I mean, he was being 25th, drafted 25th last year, which I think is kind of ridiculous. But, I mean, he's someone that Matt Nagy has talked about, giving him 20-plus carries a game. Obviously, your offense is going to have to, you know, score points and stay in the game in order to run the football. Got to get first downs to get there. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you have to, you know, stay in the game. Otherwise, you're going to be throwing, trying to get back in it the entire time. And. You know, I'm a little concerned with Matt Nagy. I mean, he's talking about getting Montgomery all these carries because obviously he saw what what he could do with the football. Um, But it's going to be big having, I think, James Daniels back on that offensive line. When he was in there the first couple of weeks before he went down, the Montgomery and the running game were doing pretty well uh, until things just kind of went to crap with the offensive line until later in the year. Uh, but, yeah, play calling is going to be a big one. Obviously, Bill Lazor was the one in charge there at the end when Montgomery had all that success. So, I mean, we'll see what ultimately with Matt Nagy, you never can quite predict with him because – He's someone that loves to throw the ball as a former quarterback. So, I mean, I still think that Montgomery should be drafted fairly high uh, in in fantasy, but uh, probably not as high as some might expect. All right, I love it. And our sports betting question of the week where I put you on the spot, Alyssa, I gave you a get-out-of-jail-free <laughs> card with this one because I, I think I know which way you're leading just because I talk oh, to you good. every week here. But uh, we, I got some odds from our friends over at Tipico. So I get to say the name of the sports book now. That's, that's, uh, that's part of the game now. So we, we have friends in the sports betting world that we're gonna, and we're going to throw their odds out there. So make sure you're checking that out. Bears to reach the playoffs, Alyssa. I got some odds on this from Tipico on the sports book side. The big favorite here is no. 
at, at minus 260. That's the big favorite for the Bears. The Bears to not reach the playoffs. Yes, the underdog at plus 210. What do you think about those odds? What side are you on? Oh, goodness. I have to definitely take the no. You oh, I'm stunned. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's going to come as breaking news here, you know. Uh, but yeah, I still see them at eight wins, but they have a pretty rough go of it. And the offense hasn't really shown me anything to make me think that they're going to be any different than they were last year, especially if Dalton's in there for quite a while. So I'm hoping more than anything, the Bears prove me wrong and I'll be the first to go on Twitter and basically call myself out. <laughs> I'm going to go with no as well, just because I, you know, last year the Bears made the playoffs. They also... They lost five. What was it? Five or six? Six. It was six in a row. They still made the playoffs. Can't see that happening again. So it was it was a wild season last year for sure. But you got to got to lean no there. Bears got to show us something. I think the first step would be putting Justin Fields in and then we'll we'll start evaluating it from there. Uh, But before we end the show here, we teased last week, Alyssa, which I know left everybody on the edge of their seats. What was the personal news that each of us had to share? Your news went up on Twitter not so long after our show, uh, we finished recording. So actually, your news was out before the show uh, <laughs> dropped, I believe. But it's all exciting. You have been promoted to regional editor for NFL Wire Sites for the USA Today Sports Media Group. Tell us what that means, and congratulations. Oh, thank you. Um, I'm going to still obviously be doing my Bears Wired stuff, so I'm not going anywhere. Thank God. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help out the West region of the NFL and kind of oversee things and just kind of help you know, delegate some things and be, you know, just be available <laughs> and help people out as much as possible and continue to, to grow this amazing network because there are so many great, great writers on our network, as I know, you know, as you have some shows with them. Yep, so, yep. you know, there are a lot of great guys on this site and uh, I'm just excited to work with them and continue building this. Yeah, you're killing it, Alyssa. So just just want to say it's well-deserved. Congratulations. It's a blast working with you every week. I, I recognized your talent right away. I knew our show was going to be super successful, and it's been one of the most successful ones we do. So uh, kudos to you. Congratulations. And uh, best of luck in the new role. Don't yes, forget, thank you. you know, and just don't forget about the Bears wire. You know, that, that's I, I will say. never forget about okay. they will ne- With Justin Fields here, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That. Exactly. You know, we, we've come <laughs> a long Ryan, way. Ryan, you have, you have some big news, too. I do. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for asking. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. Um, I have a baby on the way. Well, my wife is very pregnant, basically. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So there's a baby on the way right in the middle of the football season. So the due date is October 9th. So um, what that means for the podcast... Uh, it could get a little sketchy there in the middle of the season. Let's just put it that way. But uh, no, we're we're still going to do the pod as as much as possible. If we disappear for a random week, check Twitter because uh, there could be some news on there, and and we could explain why. Uh, maybe I had to sprint to the hospital or something. Um, but we'll get that all, that all figured out. But yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited, nervous, all that energy, and we know it's a boy, by the way. So that's very cool. Uh, but I've been telling everybody in my family or anybody who asks me about it, I am just uh, 100% certain that he's going to come on October 3rd, right during the Sunday night football game between the Patriots and Bucks, when Tom Brady comes back to Foxborough and really sticks it to Belichick and my Patriots, uh, the game of the century, the game of my life, Tom Brady versus the Patriots. Uh, I know as soon as that freaking ball kicks off, things are going to start going down. So uh, just mark my words. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, but no, you would, wouldn't you have good. to name the baby Brady then? Well, you're close. Well, <laughs> it, I, it becomes I, during the game. <laughs> that's uh, So I've been banned from being able to name the baby Thomas, Brady, Brayden, you know, Tommy, anything like that is, is completely, uh, my wife said, absolutely not. But I did get one name through. You want to try to guess it? 
it does have to do with the Patriots. So uh, what's the name? I, I did get this one through, and, I, and we're going to name the baby this, this first name. What do you think? Rob? <laughs> that's, a great, that's, that's a great guess. Julian. Okay. Julian. Yeah, Julian. We're going with Julian. Hey, hey that's, better, that's better than nothing. You still get, you still get a Patriots connection. It's perfect. I'm proud of it. You know, Julian Edelman, seventh-round pick, quarterback at Kent State, turns himself into – you know, one of the most clutch playoff performers in, in NFL history with some of the some, the plays he made. You remember that play against Atlanta? Ridiculous, that guy. So, no, yeah. no. Yeah. So his friends call him Jules. You know, so that's that's what we're going to go with. Julian, his friends call him Jules. So so uh, that's that's the personal well, Congratulations. Yeah. That's so you. exciting. Yeah. So Screaming Babies will be part of the pod <laughs> starting, uh, <laughs> starting in October. So if you hear Screaming Babies in the podcast, that's just part of it. Part of, part of the experience. Uh, but... But no, yeah, so excited to share that news. Could get a little wild in October. We'll figure it all out. Uh, but very excited for you as well, Alyssa. I know you're, uh, you're ascending in your career. That's a, that's a great thing. So. And I can't wait to the moment when, you know, Justin Fields is the starting quarterback. And hopefully a lot of these podcasts will be more upbeat yeah, <laughs> at that yeah. point. It, if he gets named, you know, the starter and I'm in the hospital, we'll just do the show from like the delivery room if we have to. I mean, emergency gonna, podcast. Yeah, emergency podcast. We've talked enough. about that before. It'll be big <laughs> enough. So lots to be excited about. We will uh, be back next week uh, to start getting ready for week one of the regular season. What do you think about that? That sounds great. We'll talk to you then. This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.